You're listening to Rama for Today. I'm talking to you this week on the subject, I went to hell. Actually, I'm presenting to you my testimony. Not a story, not a fairy tale, but amazing, gripping, personal testimony, an actual happening. I died and went to hell. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his testimony, I went to hell. You don't want to miss this powerful message. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's teaching. Again today, I'm going to direct your attention to the 16th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And we shall begin to read with verse 19. Luke's Gospel, 16th chapter, verse 19. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember, that thou in thy lifetime receivest thou good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great guff fixed, so that they that would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear him. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Now I know that some people would try to tell you that uh, this is just simply a a parable. But it it, it is not a parable. It is not uh, listed among the parables. It's not placed among the parables. Jesus said, a certain rich man, a certain rich man. In a parable, you never find the word certain used. It's always said so-and-so is likened to so-and-so. You see, he said, a certain rich man. He is quoting history. And Jesus gives a description of hell and of torment, of conscious, intelligible torment. It would be well here to note this fact, that uh, during the period from the fall of man until Christ ascended and took his place at the right hand of the Father on high after his resurrection, the underworld was in two compartments with an impassable guff separating them. I'm talking to you this week on the subject, I went to hell. Actually, I'm presenting to you my testimony. Not a story, not a fairy tale, but amazing, gripping, personal testimony, an actual happening. I died and went to hell. I told you a little bit about it yesterday. It was on the 22nd day of April, 1933, Saturday night, 7.30 o'clock, in the city of McKinney, Texas, 32 miles north of Dallas, Texas, at 405 North College Street in the city 
of McKinney, Texas. And I told you about going down into that place. Now I said to my grandmother, I'm going again. And I didn't think I'd be back. And so I told her, I won't be back this time. But I felt my heart within my bosom stop beating. I felt the blood cease to circulate. The circulation cut off way down at the end of my toes, my feet, my ankles, my knees, my hips, my stomach, my heart. And then I had the sensation of just leaping out of my body like a diver would leap off of a diving board into a swimming pool. And when my spirit left my body, I began to descend again into darkness until finally the lights of the earth faded away. The earth gives off a certain amount of light. And down, the further down I went, the darker it became. Darker than any night that man's ever seen. You know, Jesus speaks of men being cast into the outer darkness where there's wailing and gnashing of teeth. And another time he speaks of being cast in the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, the further down I went, the darker it became. And not only the darker did it become, but the hotter it was. Until again, finally way down below me, I could see again lights, fingers of light playing on the wall of darkness. And in a few moments, I came to the bottom of that pit, and I saw what caused the fingers of light to flicker on the wall of darkness. I could see out in front of me a great giant orange orb of flame with a white crest. And that drew me like a magnet would draw metal unto itself until I came the second time to the gate of hell, to the entrance of hell. Now, no one told me, but some way or another, I knew that one more step and I was gone. One more step and I could not come back. One more step and it would be too late. And though I did not completely stop, yet I paused momentarily slowed my descent down to a, a certain extent. Now, I didn't know that the Bible said that it was years afterwards before I ever read the scripture in Isaiah, the 14th chapter, the ninth verse, it said, Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. It went on to say, Even all the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. But notice it said, hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. I didn't know, as I said, that scripture was in the Bible at that time and some years later before I found it. But yet I was conscious of the fact that when I came to the bottom of that pit and started toward the gate of hell, that there was a creature, a spirit, being of some kind that met me. Though I never just turned and looked at him, I knew he was there. I couldn't take my gaze off of hell because it was riveted. My gaze was riveted to the fires of hell. And so when I halted there at the entrance into hell, that creature laid his hand upon my arm to escort me in. Now when he did, again, there was a voice that spoke. A voice way beyond the dark. A voice way above the earth. I know it was the voice of God. 
though I did not see anyone, and I did not understand the language that was spoken, for it was not English. Yet when that voice spoke, it shook that place like a leaf would be shaken in the wind. And that creature took his hand off of my arm, and there was an irresistible pull like a suction to my back. It pulled me back away from the gates of hell until I stood again in the shadows of darkness. And then I was drawn up, and I came up out of that place head first. And I came back into the room and momentarily stood there at the foot of the bed and saw my body lying there upon the bed. My eyes set in death, my mouth open. My grandmother, she held my head in her lap. And it seemed as though I leaped from the foot of that bed back inside my body like a man would slip his foot inside of his boot in the morning time. And when I got back inside my body, then I could talk and I said, Granny, I'm going again. She said, Son, I thought you weren't coming back that time. I said to her, I'm going again and I won't be back next time. You know, in the world we say the third time charm. So I said, the third time's charm and I won't be back. I'm going again. I can't tell you how I knew it, but I knew it in my heart, in my spirit, on the inside of me. I knew I was going. And I said, where's Grandpa? I won't tell Grandpa goodbye. Why, she said, son, you know your granddad went down to the east part of town to collect rent from some of the rent houses. Oh, I said, I knew that. I just forgot it momentarily. I said, Granny, tell Grandpa goodbye. And tell Grandpa I love him. I've never known what it means to have a daddy in the natural. My daddy left when I was about six years old. And I said, he's been a, uh, really a, the only daddy I've ever known. And tell him I appreciate him giving me a home when I had no home. And I appreciate him, all that he's done for me and all that he's taught me. Tell Grandpa I said goodbye. And then I left a word for my sister, which was the oldest child of the family. I left a word for my sister and my oldest brother. And again, my heart stopped beating within my bosom and I leaped out of my body. But I'll tell you about the third time I went down there tomorrow. But let me ask this, who goes to hell? Well, thank God we, we do not believe that babies go there. We trust from that, that all infants until they come to the age of accountability are saved on the ground of the finished work of Christ. But who goes to hell? Well, the ninth Psalm, the 17th verse said, All the nations that forget God are cast into the hell, that the fearful and unbelieving are cast into hell. Every man who refuses to recognize the Lordship of Jesus Christ or confess Him as Savior will go to hell. There is no distinction. Unless a man is born from above, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. He will enter the kingdom of Satan. There will be no educational test. There will be no financial test. The man who is not sheltered by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ will go to hell as surely as does the devil. Man does not go to hell because of what he's done, but because of what he is. He's a child of the devil. He must be born again. Where are you going when you leave here? Have you been born again? Romans 10, 13 said, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on him as I did that night, and you'll be saved too. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. 
I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagen entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagen, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagen. All this for the special price of $19.95. Don't delay. Call today toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, actually, Sunday is International Rama yeah, Day. Yeah, on uh, Sunday. Yeah, what is International Rama Day? Well, International Rhema Day is a day when businesses, churches, people uh, pledge to pray for Rhema, the Bible school, Mm -hmm. and then they support Rhema by sending an offering on International Rhema Day. They come in from all over the world. I mean, this is this they come in from everywhere. And then the the third thing you share. Rama Bible College with somebody that yes. you feel like would be interested in coming no. to Rama Bible College. So that's, that's right. what it is. Pray for Rama, support with a one-time offering, and listen, if you missed it, you can still visit us at rama.org yes. slash IRD. That's and, right. And you can do this anytime. Anytime that's, during that's the year. A, anytime during the year. That's up, okay? Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on I Went to Hell. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.